Hello and season's greetings and fa la 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 to you all. While we hope this will bring goodness and will to all men, I'm here with Don Love and Matthew Baldwin as we are here for yet another penalty shootout live from Fulham Focus HQ. And when I say live, I mean for us and not for you, because by the time you're listening to this, we'll hopefully be on our way to our first ever semi-final in the League Cup. As you're on your way to work in the car or at work or at home, cuddled up with a bright, holly jolly smile on your face. See you on the other side of this. I'm J Mac, and this. Is your full and focused podcast. All right, what we got? Right, everyone, Merry Christmas. Here we are, reporting live from another penalty shootout at the Carabao Cup once more from Fulham Focus. I'm with Don Love and I'm with Matthew Reese baldwin uh, Baldo, what are your thoughts currently going through right now? You seem to think that we're going to lose this. Beto is up to the mark at the moment against Leno, I believe. Yeah, we'll just wait for the, just wait for the first one. Scored. Okay, yeah. So my thought was just just going into penalties. It's just it's just Jordan. It's just Jordan Pickford syndrome. Like I know he's pretty good at he's been pretty good at penalties, yeah. and it just doesn't give it just gives me that bit of you know an ick that this is not good. This is not going to go. This is not going to go our way. But... Uh, it might. It might. We were we were fortunate the last time, but it's just you know them going first is always scary. Them being at home as well. Um, Leno. It's one of the guy the street and Leno is everything's gone. Yeah. Leno, yeah, everything's gone there. Leno, as good as goalkeeper Sorry. as he is, I never have the the mightiest of feelings of him when it comes to one on one penalties. <laughs> Shot stopping, yes, in the, in open play, but when it comes to things like this, I'm not so sure. But anyway, here's Pereira um, up against Jordan Pickford. God damn it, this is so stressful, isn't it? All the stupid run up. Don't know why we bother doing this. That's good. That's fine. It's Very in. Nice. That's fine. Very That's nice. How, how are you feeling, Don? To listeners, if, if you hear someone whispering in a very lovely husky American accent saying, come on, come on, come on, that, that's Don. <laughs> a lovely southern draw. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. I, I don't... You, you think I have a southern draw? I'm from Montana. I don't know if it's southern. Oh, it's definitely I just, husky. I, I just knew, I just knew I, you're I, from Georgia. I just, I, I, I just assumed you were... I, 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 I've lived here long enough. Maybe I picked it up. I was going to say, I just assumed you were, you were Georgia born and No, I grew up in Montana. Okay. Moved here for the Who's wife's this up job. To the mark right now? Who is it? Is that Calvert? No, it's not come on, Calvert come on, come Lewin. On. Whoever it is, they school. Calvert Lewin, no. Uh... One thing, actually, while we're doing this, yeah. let's find out. There's got to. I should have done this the second we knew we were going to penalties and we pressed record. But what's Burn Leno's penalty record? Oh, I don't know. Don't do this to me now. Don't don't show. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't. I don't give a crap. Oh man, he's gonna he's gonna stop one. I know he's gonna stop one. Burnt Leno's going to Right, Tom Kenny about to go up. Come on, Tom. Come on, Tom. Ugh, I just wish the Sutherland fans were behind Pickford right now, dressed up as that T-Rex. Come on, come <laughs> on. Come on. Come on. Oh, Kenny's oh, like, Yeah. That was close. Like was that was close. That was close. Uh, but what I will say is 74 conceded, 13 saved. Okay. What? 13 out of... Well, 13 out it's going to become 14. Oh, just I just such a shame we're in this situation again, guys. Like we we really invited them open to like we invited so much pressure in the last twenty minutes for them to have that goal. But I mean, a scrappy goal and a scrappy goal. Yeah, do we want to talk about the game itself? We should not be in this situation. Me and you were talking, Jammer. Oh, damn it! Okay, damn it, damn it, damn it. Me and you were talking. We shouldn't be in this situation. We should have done a lot more to kill the game off, but we didn't seem to have that. Well, it it was a poor clearance that you know. Fell nicely for an Everton player. That's yeah. It's the way Fulham play a lot. So 
it's bad luck on our part. That's all. It's been bad a really luck. scrappy and physical. We've been time wasting. We've been winding up the home side completely. I mean, it's been it's yeah. it's been enjoyable to watch, but it just it felt like it was coming because we were just so back and, to the and wall. The, you know the the first half we we really weren't in the game. It didn't seem no. like most. Of you like it, you said, uh, you wanted to get Kenny on really, but and and actually it hasn't helped us. You know, it hasn't helped in the way I thought it would. Anyway, here's Jean-Pelinia. No. Come on, come on, buddy. Come, oh God, please, please. I thought he had a hand to that. Oh my lord! Thank you. Right, thank I know you, time to be a hero now because this this would do us right. Well, we'd have to score the one afterwards, but hell geez. yeah. Still. Oh, why do we do this to ourselves? Why are we recording a live pod? Yeah, but all game, <laughs> yeah, but all game Everton, were, Everton were by far the better side. I think we sort of... God bless. I, I, I just opened a pint and I'm already halfway through with it. I'm going to have to go get yeah, another. Yeah, I mean, just... Who's this? I can't see. I think that's a striker no. they brought on, Number right? 10. I do not know, I, I so, not know Everton's squad number. I'm not too sure either. Maybe Onana? I can't remember. Come on. Come on. Len- oh, Lennel's Dan got Juma? this. I can't remember. Come on. No. Okay. Send them the wrong way. Okay. Come on, should get up. Who the? I am so bad at watching. Are you, are you just? Oh, it's Bobby. Oh, I'm a nervous wreck. My 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 knees are going crazy, and my I can't stop moving my legs. <laughs> I'm bad at doing this. My hands start shaking. I I I have a bad feeling about this Bobby one, lads. Reed. I'm not gonna lie. Bobby Reed just uh, there's something about it that makes me. Nervous. No, no, no. Bobby's got this. He he is our you Swiss utility knife man. Yep. Step it up. Nothing fancy, Bobby. Just put it in. Just put it oh, in. Jumping around. Stay still, Pickford. You bastard. Come on, come on, come on, come uh, on. Bobby, God, stupid save. run up. Stupid run up. I, I, that's oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. So it's advantage Everton with the final kick. Son of a behind. Come on, man. Well. Bobby, I I just oh Bobby do. Bobby Bobby Bobby, oh Pickford baited him as well. Oh, the jump to one side, he baited him. Oh my God, Bobby! <laughs> I just had that thought. It was quite a weak. It's quite a weak penalty. I, I'm like, who's this? I, I I've given up forgetting or remembering even who these people. I was gonna say I, I haven't seen a I haven't seen a shirt or. A... Okay, come on, Leno, save the day, baby. Yes, come on! <laughs> Excellent. Right. Oh, <laughs> right. oh God, yes. Hey, we got one more. We got one more. We've still, okay. we've still got a score here. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a score. No fucking around. Well Come done, on, man. Burn. No fucking around. That was a, poor that was a really poor penalty. But my God, we needed that. This game has been so evenly matched in terms of like blunders, scrappiness, shit. It, it it oh, no, it's Carlos for this year. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh. God. Okay, he's got this. He's he's, he's got this. <laughs> no, fuck off. He's got this. He's gonna be the hero. He's gonna end up starting the next game because of this. Oh dear lord. I'm too like listeners. If this is bad radio, bad podcasting, don't care. Like this is just something so we can start as quickly as possible. Well done. So you know you might not ever hear Don this animated ever again. Um. But yeah, I was gonna say Don is, oh. Don is usually the in the podcast. Don is usually the calmest one, and J Max and more. Don, I'm gonna let you edit this. Obviously, when well, you edit it anyway, but like you're, I'm gonna let you just decide what you think sounds good, what sounds bad. Like, oh my lord, no, don't I'm be sorry. sorry. Oh my lord, 
I'm sweating bullets. Uh, I'm going to step away for just a minute. And right, Tarkowski, ex-Brentford, ex-Brentford <laughs> player to fuck this up, please. Let's do it. Sky it, sky it, baby. He's going bottom. He's defender. He don't take he's going, he's, defenders don't. He's take going bottom right. He's gonna, he's gonna sky it. He's gonna fucking sky it. Yeah, son of a bitch. Skyed it into it. I tell you what, if this doesn't, if we don't win this, I don't think we're ever doing this this format. We again. did it last time, and it worked beautifully you know, against Spurs. But I, I mean, know, yeah, it was it's awesome. Just, it's not, it's not the pod's fault that this, this. If we don't win, it's not the fact we're doing it live. As much as I like that superstitious who's, point of view. Whose scuff clearance was it? Was, uh, it was Anthony Robinson's scuff clearance, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was. Well, it was the whole defense. It was the whole defense. It was the whole, the whole defense. I felt bad for Tosin. You know, he's been amazing this game. So many clearances, so many interceptions. Like, just been brilliant. And, like, oh, look at these two old women just shitting, shitting themselves. God, how do I get Kenny Tete up to Kenny Tete up, by the way. Yeah, here's Kenny. I was going to say, we're doing this. Everyone would have known the penalty order. I've just realized this. Everyone knows what the penalty order was. I don't need to say it. Teddy's got it. Teddy's got it. He's got it. I didn't look like he had it, did he? <laughs> I know he did it. But he got it. He got it. Oh, King Kenny. Well done. Well done. I, I don't know. Oh. Look, look, no matter the result, I, I can't say I'm proud of the lads because I think it's been a scrappy game. But I feel like, you know, to get another draw, you know, to, to not have a defeat at Goodison technically in open play. I'm just talking bollocks. I'm just like. <laughs> no, you know it's I mean? no I, I kind of agree. Like, I think right, we saw sort of him on, on the podcast Come on, Leno. Beforehand. Come on, Leno. Um, These Everton fans, it, no, the momentum, psych him out. The momentum's on their side. Like, is, if this yeah. was a league game, I'd feel a lot more. I'd feel a lot better. Well, they're they're, they're probably like us. When was the last time they went to you know? They are all far. absolutely honestly, beside themselves. These fans, they don't know what they are. So stressed out. Oh, he's getting a yellow card. What are you doing, Leno? Oh my God, Leno! Come on, don't no 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 no. Yellow card. Leno's not that sort of player, is he? What was he doing? Trying to just talk to him. No, I think, I think just, he was just trying to, you know, get in his head. Yeah. If I walk up towards him, him, come on, Leno, freak him out. Don't, 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 don't. Oh. Damn it. Yeah, but, on, yeah, if this was a league game, I'd feel pretty good. Like be, to be able to go up with Everton and after the run they've been on and everything, it's yeah. good. Even if it is a somewhat weakened, weaker side. Oh my side God, it's Anthony Robinson. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Jedi. Jordan Pickford's got a very strange-looking body, hasn't he? It's just like it's very strange to look at. It's like kind of like a weird. Well, it's like a T-Rex, as the Sunderland fans would usually tell you. But I mean, it's yeah, because he's he's got little arms. Is it's the not, is the child? His sticks out, and it's kind of like it's just strange. Look at all these fans winding him up. Just shut up! Don't get him into your head, Robinson. Don't let him get it. Come on, Robinson! Come on, Robinson! Come on, Rob. Okay, course, right. a little too cool for me. The but way that's he's strutting back, he looks like he's missed it. Jeez. No, no, I know it, it did. Well, I know it ended. Right? I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, just yeah, casually. Okay, God bless. Don't psych me out. Times there. You said, God bless. God bless. God bless. <laughs> You're so nervous. <laughs> that is my that is my polite way. I uh, I have had a Greek uncle. Every time he would say that, we learned it was his way oh, of really? saying okay. fuck you. He would say, Oh, God bless. Cool. You know, and what he was meant to I like say that. is fuck cool. you. Come on, Ben. This is it. I don't know who this kid is. You don't need to know who he is. He's uh, nothing. Is He's no one. He's got it. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes! Come yes! on! Yes! That's brilliant. Yes! Who's come on? Step up, step Next. up. I gotta say it's any it's any one at this point, because they Tosin? Who's gonna step up? Fair fans leaving already. Everton fans are leaving no, already. No, surely not. I, I think, no, can I just no. ask another question? Like, 
That's a great save. That's a great save. We just need to score this That's to win, correct? Yeah, we're, yeah, score win. It's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what are we doing here? Everybody's walking away. Oh, Pickford's doing his mind games as well. So, but oh, okay. okay. It's just, okay. Why is Pickford okay. doing his mind games? Toasted. It is, it is toasted. Well, you know it what? Just to bring this like, to more of a podcast, sort of like, if anyone deserves to score in this game, it's him. I think he's been our best player by far in terms of his defending today. I, I, think, I think he has, yeah. I think he should have and been think, captain tonight. I to think start, it will send a very read. strong statement of him wanting to, everyone wanting to get him a new contract if he's the winner and the hero here today. Um, that would be really, really good. But like, Mr. Adarabayo, take Come it on. away. Take it home. You've done it, right? Yes. Come yes. on. Yes. That's yes. go! That's <laughs> fucking brilliant. Come on. Let's go. Oh, Let's fantastic. Go. We are oh, in Lord. to the semi-finals oh, of the League Cup for the first time. Absolutely. Welcome to the show, everyone. We're actually going to do a podcast now. That is brilliant, brilliant news. Uh, Baldo, your reaction, please. You've heard mine and Don's quite loudly. Yeah, I was going to say, Don's quite, Don's quite loud. Um, just I say, brilliant, just a great sense what this, you know, I don't want to be all romantic and what big picture, but you know, we've broken a hoodoo in, in our club. You know, never been to the semi-finals of the Cup. What this means is, you know, Shows what we can do on an occasion. I know I was talking about if this was a league game. The fact is, we've gone to Everton, one of the informed sides in the league uh, in the past couple Indeed. of weeks, and held them and beat them at their and place. Is, so it, it's and that's great. four four wins in a row now at Goodison Park, and that's three in a row for Marcus Silva at his old club. That's just amazing. That's amazing. Um, we've, is that right? No, yeah, we've hold on. No, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, the lock, yeah, hang on, hang on. The lockdown season because yeah. that was on Valentine's yeah. Day, Major. then we went down. First promotion where we won like uh, the first season up, we won like was it three 0 We won yep. towards the end of last With Dan season. Dan James, yeah. And then we won, yeah. And then we won this. Yes, yeah, four, in a, four row. in a row. Technically, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. For yeah, for a club that we never won there, that's brilliant. Sorry, that's an incredible stat. No, I, I only I did. Yeah, well, I can see Beto and Sil- uh, Marcus Silva talking there. It's like, yeah. I, uh... I was gonna say. Look, look Look at how classy Silva is. He's just calmly walking up to the players. He's saying, "Hey, good job." You know, he's not overactive he's not you know crazy celebrating in their face very right, so classy when guy. are we getting drawn that's, that's... to with uh bar or port <laughs> come on let's let's find a oh, it's, it's bar. I, I guess i'm assuming it's bar because they were three nil up last okay. time um right. i i assume newcastle I think... won against chelsea Ooh. i've not checked oh, I, all i know before. is anthony gordon is injured like this they've got another flipping injury but honestly look at the fact honestly the, the team going up to the fans now just what a lovely lovely journey home especially for our own film focuses jack who on our oh, team chelsea newcastle chelsea newcastle have got to pens oh, it's got to pens as well they're in pens right now it's got to pens yeah uh give me one second yeah here. and middlesbrough and middlesbrough went through three nil as don tries to uh, switch switch his stream legal stream i want to point out legal stream espn plus in the us I don't want anyone accusing us of anything. This is totally legal. No, it's fine. Um, well, look, this is this is definitely going to be our Christmas pod, ladies and gentlemen, because we are going to obviously take a little break um, after this. And I think, you know, we'll talk about Ghosts of Christmas Past when we talk about Newcastle. But we should talk about uh, the Ghosts of Christmas Present, which is obviously a lovely gift of going into the semifinals of the league. I, I mean, not the best. I mean, such a scrap today. Um, but we've we've done it. We've, we've done the business, and that's the main thing. Um Oh, I was so scared when Bobby Reed took that penalty, poor lad. But no, we we did it, we did it, we did it, we did it. Yeah, exactly. So the Chelsea Newcastle still hasn't gone on. So this will be this will be a, All right, so in the background. While we're kind of seeing how the penalties are going to go here for Newcastle, we should talk about how this game went. And I gotta say, I thought the lineup was 
pretty strong. You know, I was very happy with the lineup, you know. Hats off to Marco for saying this is a very yep. important game. Sorry to Rodak picking Leno. Obviously, that was the key. Um, I mean, when you think about it, Don, when you looked at the lineup, I couldn't, I couldn't have argued with it. That was a really strong, not taking any nonsense, very serious lineup. Like we were playing an important league game today. Um, I think Tete starting was a very, you know, a very assured idea. And I thought, you know, we've Harrison Reed actually for me didn't have the game I thought he was going to have. I didn't think he was as, as you know, prominent as he usually is in that defensive role next to Polina. I don't know what your thoughts are. He, he he did okay, but again, this goes back to a couple pods ago. Uh, Luke, you know, Sergeant, he 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 made a very good point. If Lukic is it's Lukic, I, but I mean, right? Lukic uh, is fine, mate. Yeah, but if he's not being chosen right now, you know, where or what is Marco not seeing in him? Because he's not been subbing. He's he's hardly mm. ever played. So something's going Maybe. on there. I, I there might be. A situation where Lukic might be going on loan in January, potentially. I'm not too sure. But, I mean, if this Andre deal is being lined up for January as a defensive midfielder for, like, the Palinia sort of successor, um, I don't think we'll sell Palinia in January. I just think Andre will arrive before Palinia leaves. Then we won't need another central midfielder on our rank. So I think maybe Lukic might get a loan out. I mean, it's quite a hard transition going from Serie A to the Premier League for quite a lot of players, usually. And I think Lukic is just still adapting. I think... If it was a flat midfield three, it's like the days of Johansson, McDonald and Tom Kenny, where, you know, it's it's not sort of like a double pivot and a number 10. I think that maybe Lukic would actually have more of a role to play in that sort of number eight position, like the Johansson role. But it just, he just isn't really fitting because he's not that CDM next to Polina like with Reed, Harrison Reed, and he's not really fully that number 10 playmaker either. So I think he's stuck in a world where we can't give him what he needs and what, you know, and vice versa at the moment. I think the fact that the fact of the matter the fact of the matter is that whichever way you put it, he is the number four central defensive midfielder at the moment. Because if you want to have, it's Paulinho. Paulinho is one, or Paulinho is one. We can all agree with that. Then it's sort of Harrison Reed and Tom Kenny sort of fighting. Now that Tom Kenny sort of adapted himself and can play more defensively, he's number him and Reed are fighting for number two. Then it's Lukic is just happens to be number four. So whenever there's some form of rotation, Lukic is. Still isn't going to get looking, which is why I think a lone move might be, you know, might be more, more might be more uh, suitable for him, um, just to get, you know, get something out of him, and then maybe, maybe look to sell him in the maybe. summer or keep. How old is Lukic now, mate? Just... Is he twenty eight? He's not that old, is he? Is he twenty six? I can't even remember because I felt like he wasn't. Couldn't couldn't name off the top of my head. Couldn't tell you off the top okay. of my head. I know he's no, I know he's no spring chicken, but he's no veteran. Well, okay, we can we can look into the realms of Wikipedia's head then instead, and just quickly have a look. See, whilst we wait for it, okay. Whilst you do, whilst you do that, I just want to ask Don, who do you who would you rather have in the semi final? Because it's Middlesbrough, and then it's out of Chelsea or Newcastle. Which would you rather have? Just so we watch these pens. Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah, obviously. You think? they feel like Chelsea. Do you think, guys? Really? Actually, just oh, so yeah, you know, everyone, Chelsea. like Sasa Lukic is uh, twenty-seven years old, so he's not he's no spring chicken. But like, what I was going to say was, you want you want Chelsea instead of Newcastle? Is that what you're saying? As a poss- yeah, as a possibility, I think, so. I think they're a team that we I'd I'd fancy us over two legs against Chelsea than I would. I think I, I see what you're saying because of Pochettino right now and how he's not getting, but they've still got you know Sterling and Cole Palmer who can just bring something out of nowhere. But I'm not saying they're go on. I'm not saying they're a weak team, but you know, I, I just think of the two teams playing, you know, that kind of derby against Chelsea close. You know, I think there'd be a lot of 
incentive, more incentive to like really yeah. take it to them and just I think beat them, you know. Versus Newcastle, I, I I know they're they're you know missing players, sickness, illnesses, yeah. whatever, blah blah blah, uh, injuries. I still think they're just a really strong team, and and they're they are. You know, I mean, they've missed another. Uh, I mean, they've tough. missed another player today. Anthony Gordon might be injured. I mean, I think oh Trippy has just missed a pen. Yeah, he yeah. just missed. Okay. I think I'd oh take Newcastle. Lord. It depends. It depends when the next fixture is. Is it in January? Or it must be, obviously. It's the 8th and 22nd. Someone's put in the, in the chat. It's the 8th and 22nd of January. It just so. depends who, you know, if Chelsea have signed Ivan Tony by then. Or if Nkuku if, yeah, or, if or, or, or Kunku, whatever his name is, is, like, is fit. I think he's actually taking the penalty right now. I'm not too sure. Um, good pen, whoever it was. Very nice. But yeah, I I would obviously to get Borough would be an absolute dream, wouldn't it? I mean, I can't I can't think of anything better. Um, I mean, ideally what we all, ideally what we also want is for West Ham to win against Liverpool tomorrow. Just really, really open it up. Oh yeah, that, I don't see that. I don't see I don't see it either. But it would be but it would be great. If, that, oh, that would no, be. No. So back to our game. You know, the, a couple of things I, I, I want to say real quick. Um, Munez, he did okay. Munez. He was not quite playing. Yeah, he was not quite playing like, you know, Raul was. So I, I wish he could find more mojo. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you know, scoring that well, penalty he was, will help. He was quite... But, or, I mean, I'm sorry, playing the yeah, way he did Yeah, I mean, he, help, he was but... quite pivotal in the build-up to the goal that led to Willie, uh, you know, William passing to Roberts, uh, like finding Robertson then Willie into Robertson for the that was a really oh, yeah. good bit of play from him but just yeah as as Sarge was saying in the group that just that lacking just lacking that bit of bite of actual knowing when and how to score I know. the final third for it. and he did he did scare me when um they did you couldn't see it all on camera it was off camera he supposedly kicked out at that defender who you know tackled him yeah. or, or fouled him and so there was they were I don't Think there was VAR. Is involved? that when Tarkowski went involved? down? Yeah, because Tarkowski yes. went down yes. from what my stream. He just went down about like five seconds after anyone had even touched him, and obviously, I think he knew that no VAR was being used today because he just completely milked it and knew that he could get away with some play acting. I think I don't know. So I was worried that maybe he was trying. Uh, Muniz was trying to be like a Vinny mm-hmm. and you know get himself a damn red card. So, so okay, if we go into the next one. Uh, the next game yeah. uh, this weekend, I'm, I'd be curious what you guys would think. We saw Muniz tonight. Vinny scores a penalty, though. Who you? Who I would you start Muniz start? to be honest. I would just keep. I, I, I keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it the same. Yeah. But you. I think. But you want to start Tom though, right? You want to put Tom back in there. Let him be that creative guy. You've right got to play Tom Kenny at home against Burnley. You've just got to. Because we're. I think. We were really, really missing that tonight. That that strong passing out of the back, creating opportunities. Because I Tom think we just there. struggled a bit tonight, really, to do with. I, I think we struggled with big crowds, like big home crowds. I think we it, we let it get to our heads a little bit, but also it's just the physicality of what Dice has done to Everton. They're they're brilliant and they're, they pressed us so well and they're so physical. But they are, you know, they're brutes. You know, they're they're a glorified version of what he did at Burnley, but obviously with way more quality. I mean, it's great what he's doing, but like the hard team to play. So, so I think it's over. It looks like uh, Chelsea have won. Yeah, Chelsea, okay. made, Chelsea made it through. Yeah. A double leg of Chelsea could be fun. Actually. It could. 
Um, but what, what, what was, I think what we need to sort of talk about Moon is his hold up and play create for the for the um, I'd say for the first goal for our yes. goal. I think was I think was pretty good. I think if you look at no, I don't think any forward of the three this season, you know, um, Jimenez, Munez, and uh, Vinicius have done enough to say that they should be um they should be our Mitrovic. They should be the main centre forward going forward. None of none of them have done that. But at the moment, especially with Jimenez. His injury, I would still fancy Munez over Carlos Vinicius. Yeah. Just if we had to, I, I would say games. I, I would say Ra- Raul does do some really nice little flicks and you know passes, quick passes that create chances. So I, I, I think, sadly, we're missing him for the next two games. When he comes back, if he could get back into doing that and staying up top and creating the chances and the goals that he's been doing. Oh, we're gonna we could finish this very nicely this season. Very yeah, very. I nicely. completely agree. I thought Willian was okay today. I mean, just still had a bit of you know still. He whoa timeout timeout. He made me nervous a couple times. He did these freaking pass backs and cross yep. goals that scared the shit out of me and almost led to opportunities. So he worried me tonight a couple of times. I mean, what were your thoughts, Baldo and Willian this um, in this game? Oh, William, yeah, the somewhat, uh, the commentator on Arsenal sort of pointed out the whole stretch pass from uh, left wing to right, from left wing to yep. right back or whatever. Those which I, he wasn't, he wasn't the only one, by the way. There were a couple of erratic passes there. Now, whether or not that was Everton doing very well to cl- uh, close us down and whatever and make it difficult for us, whatever. Some of the passes did give me a couple of heart attacks. I think it does. William was the William was the main was the main culprit of it, but he more than but he more than made up for it with uh, with his play because he was the one who he was the one who laid the ball off for uh, for Robinson for his I was going to say for his goal, but it's a, it was a goal. But yeah, so he still showed his flashes, but also did give a little bit of a little bit music to panic. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. No. I just want to give a huge shout out to Tosin Adarabayo again for what he did today. I just, I think he was brilliant. I think he was so, so good. We need to sign that contract. And he's just been so, so important to us in the last few games, discovering that relationship with Calvin Bassey. And just like, yeah, we need him to sign a contract because it honestly could save us so much hassle trying to find a new player with exactly the same stats and also just trying to find someone who can embed with the team as well as he has. Um, just perfect for him to score that goal just an absolute rock today um bassi wasn't actually on it i thought as as he usually is i felt that was tosin took that role today yeah bassi seemed a little bit a little bit rusty some wayward passing um just a, like so, yeah just tried to be a bit cute with some clearances and they just ended up going out for a everton throw i thought okay so on that back line uh real quick number one uh shout out to tim ream uh, i'm a huge fan I know he's aging uh, out and a lot of people are thinking that he's done because of this calf, you know, that this is going to become the uh, probably the permanent lineup going forward, you know, Bassey with uh, 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 Tosin. So I still think to anybody out there who doesn't believe that Tim still has a lot to give to this team and will still be heavily, heavily involved. So don't don't write him off. There's I see people online just writing him off and saying, nope, that's it. This is this is it going forward. I do think this could be going forward, but at the same time, I still think Tim, his yeah. influence, you know, on the team, his presence on the field, uh, his, his 
passes that he can pick out, you know, and, 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 you know, make happen have led to a lot of great things. And I still think you're going to lead to a lot yeah. of great things. So I, I, I wish people wouldn't just, I wouldn't say people are writing him off, but I think that we're aware of his age and, and the fact that this Bastian Tosin thing looks like a very good future. If obviously Tosin signs a fucking contract, but, but to what you were saying, Don, and I'll say this to Paul as well. I don't think it's completely out of the realms of possibility that, to, uh, that Ream will start against Burnley. I mean, this is a midweek game. We've got another game in what, two, three days. Bassi might want to rest, and I think Tim Ream is the perfect sort of centre back that could come in if he's fit or healthy at the moment um, for a, a game like Burnley. I think. Yeah, I, I could swear that Marco said that not before okay, Christmas. Fine. It'd be and after I Christmas. Everything I said. Sorry, no, sorry, right. sorry. I'd like to see that too, but I think Burnley would be the perfect game. But I don't know. So, um, so question for you, both of you, Iwobi, how did you think he did this game? I didn't, just so you know, real quick, I didn't think he was quite. No, I think, I think the occasion got to him. I think, I I think, I think the home crowd of being back at Everton and and probably getting some boos and some jeers might have thrown him off a little bit. It wasn't, wasn't, wasn't our worst player in my opinion uh, made some really lovely good moves and just like the energy and the panaz that he provides to our team is brilliant but I thought yeah wasn't his best game and I feel like that might have been to do with where he was playing what do you think Border? I, I agree I've I've certainly seen a lot better from him but again I, there were there were a couple of players who weren't 100% at their at their best today, and he he just happened to be he just happened to be one of them. Yeah, I think I think you might be right. The the occasion and going back there in such a big moment, you know, the quarterfinals of a cup. I think I think it got to him. So I think he might be onto something there. Now, on that note, it didn't seem to affect Robinson because he was an academy yeah, he player. Made, there. He made it through. I think yeah. I think academy is slightly different, and especially because it won't be okay. Well, it won't be came in the summer. Yeah, and, as I, well. So it was, exactly. it, was first, it was his first time back. I don't think I don't think the fans yeah. are going to be jeering at someone who left their academy about you know what feels probably like twelve years ago or something, whatever it was. I mean, that being said, I'll, that being said, I'll still jeer Pat Roberts whenever I see him. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough actually isn't it yeah but okay I mean, although, hey. he, although he played in the first team for us yeah i, I kind of get yeah i'm not i'm not feeling any you know if ronnie minkfitz came back for instance a player who i absolutely loved i'm not going to boo him for instance okay uh on that note j mac this is your lead in to what players should we possibly or possibly not bring back <laughs> okay right so obviously there is news this week this is the the potential ghost of christmas future where Fabio Carvalho um, has been linked with us again Um, and we don't know how strong those rumours are because I I remember hearing uh, on Fulhamish for instance that they were mentioning how a lot of journalists at this time of year like to get lots of hits lots of bites on their tweet Twitter just to make sure that people are tuned in for when they're going to spout even more bullshit in January in regards to transfers and stuff but I think there is a likelihood that we do have interest there and obviously it is without a doubt factual that Liverpool want to recall him from Leipzig because he's not playing at all now I think we all three of us I'll find out in a minute are all aligned and I think a lot of people are aligned that Fabio Carvalho we would take back instantly I would and anyway the only thing is it has to be if we have an option to buy him because as Tony Khan once said infamously we're not in the business for you know developing other people's players but I really I have such a grudge against Liverpool for what they did to Fabio 
I have such a grudge because they sold him a dream of potentially being in a new system where Klopp might go back to the Dortmund days and play over number 10, and it just didn't happen. And Fabio was swayed by that, the money. He thought he was going to maybe follow in the footsteps of Harvey Elliott. And Liverpool just knew they could get a player because they're Liverpool for dirt cheap for 7 million quid, and they just did it. And it's what big clubs will do, but it was really quite a little bit cheeky of them and I, I, I'm really bitter about the way Fabio left so if we are going to have him back I want him back as an option to be permanent because I, I don't want to I don't want him to improve after the way that Liverpool and Klopp have treated him I don't want to suddenly him just come to us temporarily in for six months and suddenly he's amazing and then he'll just fit straight back into Liverpool again do you know what I mean? Baldo you yeah, answer I've just got on a huge rant there yeah, sorry I'm, I'm sort of I'm sort of I'm sort of of the agreement there. Yeah, if we're getting him back, we have to have him. We have to have the option to buy. I'm not. Uh, J Max said it perfectly. And what I will also want to what I do also want to point out, we're talking about like you know, whether or not he can play the number ten. I know he did in his academy days. He can also play yeah, as can, a winger. Yeah. So I just want to point that out. Again, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's going to solve the problem. He's going to be the replacement for Willian or whatever. I'm just saying if we're insisting that Andres Pereira has. Come has come good as he were, has, and has developed and is fixated in that number ten spot for us. It doesn't necessarily have to be one or the other. We can perhaps find a way to put Carvalho on the wing. I just want to, I just want to point that. Out. But I do agree. I think whilst they say you know never go back or whatever, I think that's usually for like an older player, like when we had with yeah. Clint Dempsey. Like yes, he'd gone. He was there, but he was maybe past his peak, so he was never going to be as good as he was. For us, whereas Carvalho is still quite young, so he's not past he's not past his peak yet. So I think when everyone says, "Oh, don't go back" or whatever, just factor that into it as well. But if we are in for him, and if the money is right, and if it's a loan or whatever, if the money is right, then yeah, I'm all for it. Okay, before I answer, Baldo, you probably know this, so I'm going to ask you: How many loans can we get? Two domestically, as far as I'm aware, it's still it's still yeah. two for a Premier League club. Yeah. Okay. Or oh, actually, in in, and, in England, big fun. Okay. And then loans abroad, like, because oh no, I guess because his parents. That's right. It Liverpool wouldn't be a loan from Leipzig, yeah. Them, right. Yeah, okay. 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 So here's my thing. I think he's a luxury player. Um, if Marco wants him and thinks he can utilize him, and it will create chances or possible goals, fantastic. Go for it. I would be more inclined to look elsewhere. And the two positions, actually, I'd be more inclined based on the last several games now. Obviously, a striker. I'm sorry. I just don't think Munez and Vinny are quite adding the same thing as Raul does right now. I, I know that sounds awful and everything, and people are going to be mad. You know, oh, you're not giving them a chance or whatever. But I'm just not seeing it. I really would like a younger really fast, you know, kind of attack striker would, would be awesome. And then this is going to sound weird maybe to some people, but with Tom not starting tonight, I kind of want that second attack-minded holding midfielder like Tom's been playing. You know, he's been playing in that four-four-two. He's supposed to be back there. I kind of want something that... But do you know who that is, Tom, though, Don? That, that, that's the that, whole reason, in my opinion. That's that who, whole... 
I the don't. whole reason we've been linked with Andre I from hope. Fluminense. Uh, that like that is the sort of player that so he, he basically okay. the idea okay. of Andre joining us makes it so it's he's a he's a C, he's a CDM but he goes forward quite a lot as well. Um, he reminds me a bit of what uh, Jean Michael Seri did for us in the days of the championship a little bit. Um, obviously Seri would stay back and make okay. a lot of passes, but he's like a good combination of what Kenny can provide as well. I do think that the Andre signing is something for us as a potential progression of what Kenny is going to uh, has been for us as well. But that's just my opinion. That's just what you said there, a deep-lying, you know, a deep-lying sort of playmaker from defensive midfield role. That's something that I think Andre is potentially going to be. Not not a sort of Jao Polinia, just sort of an enforcer, destroyer person. And if it doesn't happen this January, that is something that absolutely must be looked at and made to happen in the summer window because, you know, Tom is getting yeah. up there in age. So we need that Tom kind of player who who can create the chances and drop back and help defend. And again, you know, tonight Tom did a good job several times stepping in and putting his body into play that helped create chances or win the ball back. So whatever Marco has done to him to, to change how he's been playing, because he didn't used to do that yep. a lot. No, he's been great. Fantastic. Defensively, he's been Fantastic. sound. We all know that amazing tackle that he made in the build-up to one of the goals a few weeks ago. Like Tom's role has changed, and he's been fantastic at it. Um, I, I think, yeah, we just we we need we the Fabio Carvalho. Going back to what you're saying of him being a luxury player, I think I see exactly what you mean, and I see what Baldo's saying that he can play on the wing. In fact, I mean, I think his first goal for us in the Premier League under Scott Parker, when we were already relegated, was a goal from the wing uh, from him. So like he can play in that role. But with with Fabio Carvalho, there's something that he had to his game in the championship, and it can't necessarily be translated to the Premier League, but let's just hear me out, is that he was a number 10, but almost, he didn't just connect play and did playmaking, he was also like a second striker. He scored so many goals. And again, that's just something that Andreas Pereira hasn't got as that, in that sort of role. Uh, Wobi might have, but he's been mixing around on the wings as well. So I just... Maybe he is a bit of a luxury, but it's something that it's a luxury I still just selfishly really want <laughs> for next summer. But I mean, we'll see. I'm not too sure if it'll happen. I'm I'm gonna guess that Baldo will clap his hands and uh, say yes, yes, yes. I, I, the closest player to that right now we have, in my mind, has been Harry Wilson. He's been that kind of guy who drops in real quick, plays in that central, cuts into the center, and is playing kind of that second striker. Yeah, he's the closest. He's the closest we've had since. I'm going to say since Carvalho. It's only been it's only been a couple of seasons. Um, yeah, I think I think J Mag does raise a good point there. Is it's not necessarily the number ten. I'm going to use a bunch of football manager talk here, but why not J Mag does it? He's not the advanced playmaker. He's the shadow striker. Or Carvalho was a shadow striker, whereas we don't get that with with Pereira. I think what also needs to be taken into account is we. It may just have been that one. Partnership may just been that you know, like Andy Cole and Dwight York worked perfectly together. They were sort of Andy Cole was great with Newcastle, Dwight York wasn't quite the same without him. What's he going to be like without Mitrovic? Because those two, for whatever reason, again, it may have been the level they were playing at because it was championship, but there was just a brilliant connection that those two had. And whether or not Muniz or uh, Vinicius or Jimenez would be able to recreate that with him and sort of mold together in the system together. That's something I just again I'd love it to happen, but let's just we don't know we don't know yeah, for sure. Definitely. 
I, I, I think there's a lot. There's, there's obviously a lot of hoo-ha about we're going to spend huge amounts in January. I've, I've got this feeling that we're not going to spend a fucking thing. I don't think I've got a feeling that we're not going to buy this striker at all. I think we're going to get a, a, a stopgap striker on loan. I think we'll probably sell Vinicius and get someone on loan um, temporarily, and 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 hope that. Uh, Jimenez still because I don't think the Cans are going to spend money I think they, they're they watching their asses. every club in fact is watching their ass at the moment with FFP due to what's been happening with a couple of other clubs at the moment like the one we just faced wow. but you know I, I feel like there will be they will think that okay we might not go down here let's let's save up for summer you know and and, and, and there are a lot of people online who agree with you J-Mac and would actually say yes 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 that's what we need to do and the reason they're saying is because Raul's come good. If he can stay the way he is, fine. You've got Muniz. You've got uh, Vinny as the backups. If you want to get rid of one and bring in something else as a loan, great. But as long as uh, Polina doesn't leave, we're good till the summer pretty much. So uh, there's some big ifs there, you know, that we don't know. So if they can do that and they save the money and then open the war chest in the summer and – they start replacing some of the older players, start bringing the average age back down around again, say yeah. 26, where it should be, and not up around 30, 31 plus. Fantastic. I, I have no problem with that. But it's all a gamble. You know, you just can't say. All it takes is knock on wood and fingers crossed, nobody's serious getting injured, and then we're screwed if we don't have a good backup or somebody in place yeah. to help yeah, out. Exactly. So I um. I, I mentioned Everton there really quickly. I, I just want to go back a little bit, Don, if that's okay. Just about the game with Everton. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, it's a live pod. Want. I feel like this hasn't really been a real pod. Like, <laughs> excuse us if, if this hasn't been very structured for people listening. It's just um, we, we like to do this every so often. And I will say as well that you want this to happen more often because we now have, we haven't lost one game when we've done a live pod with penalty shootout. So if you if you want this to keep happening, then we'll keep winning. You know what I mean? But um. Exactly. And I've been a part of both. Hang on, hang on. Is the next? Hang on. Is the next step we do full and focus watch alongs on on, on think, YouTube? Is that? I, I mean, step? we can invite all three people to that. Yeah, that. would be great. That's fine. I don't. I, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody don't, wants to see our. I, 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 I completely agree, uh, and I speak for myself, not for you guys. Um, but I will say that uh, Baldo. How do you think Everton feel at the? Do you think they feel really hard done by, or do you think actually it's a fair result? It was quite. It was so even throughout the game, but I mean, they must have been a bit pissed off with our time wasting, don't you think? It was quite funny to hear too. I, I think I think they'll feel hard done by. As I said, they were the they were the better team. You know, we didn't look all that great looking. You no, know, look going forward, the fact that our best goal, our only goal, and our, and our best chance was was an own goal, whereas they were pe- they were they peppering were. us in the first half and towards the second. I would you know Everton were but were the better sides, so I think they'd be they'd be aggrieved that we. That we've come out of there with the result yeah. that we did. So. I'm, I'm still waiting to. I'm yeah. just curious to always yeah. to hear what Sean Dice says because Sean Dice usually is so animated on the touchline, swearing and being like a sort of a, a Phil Mitchell Mark II. But then when he's actually talking in in the conference afterwards, he's always so measured and speaks so well. And I can imagine he'll be a bit frustrated because we were time wasting, we were shit housing quite a lot. Um, but I did enjoy it though. What I will say is my commentary uh, from the stream I was listening to. Um, there was just this awful i think it was the same stream as you guys actually certainly as yours baldo where it's just this couple of like kids right by the commentary was just screaming like just like take him down like kill him get like every time like just being so and getting so wound up by leno taking his time with the goal kicks it was just i'm i really hope that kid's crying right now <laughs> but yeah yeah i enjoyed it 
it's it's a funny one now. So I mean, you obviously heard the news that you've we've pretty much. I mean, it wasn't just that result. It was the one against Tottenham. But I feel like I feel like Fulham was the the the, the nail in the coffin for old Steve Cooper today. Um, the uh, obviously that you saw the pass that was thrown in uh, the Caribbean Cottage area. That's <laughs> like of the owner. I think that was the sign that you knew Steve Cooper was going to go. And um, I wonder if we could do the same with uh, Vincent Company this Sunday, but I'm not sure. Um, okay, so re- real quick, I'm going to go back to uh, the Everton fans. Just so you know, I'm just pulling up oh, their yeah. forum. Grand, grandoldteam.com yeah. forum threads. And uh, they're they're actually, they're, they're blaming themselves a lot, you know, that they never really created chances uh, tonight. Uh, that... Uh, they, they've they've never won on penalties, um, so they they sound a, like a lot like uh, Fulham yeah. forums. <laughs> it's where all <laughs> the depressing. forums are for all men. You know, sorry, Bordeaux, go on. Uh, and that would be me. They didn't create chances. I've just looked at the stats. They had 12, 12 shots all game to our six. They doubled they doubled us up on that. So I t- I take issue with that, and that goes back to my point of saying like they'd be frustrated that they didn't you know convert many of them. I mean, of those twelve, only two are on target. Well, a lot of them think their team wasn't even set up properly for tonight. That it was set up mm. very negative. Maybe. I mean, so. they did. I mean, I don't know how negative you call having uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin up front. Maybe they wanted Beto there instead. But I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say. Oh no, no. But they didn't. Uh, did they not have Ducore on? Well, I'm not too sure. I don't think they did actually. No, they didn't have Ducore. He must have been injured. But still, you know, Dwight McNeil, Jack Harrison, and James Garner, Dominic Calvert Lewin, Gay Onana. I mean, that's. That's, I wouldn't say that was a negative lineup at all, but you know. All right, I'm going to switch subjects real quick. Uh, how we feeling about the remainder of the games through the new year? Uh, so I just got to remember the order. So it's it's Burnley up this weekend, isn't it? It's Bur- Burnley for now. Who are we, who we got after that? Because so it's Burnley on the twenty third. Bournemouth on the 26th, Arsenal on the 31st, and then we go into the new year where we're into the FA Cup and Chelsea and things like that. So the, the three big games, Burnley, Bournemouth, Arsenal. What do you think was going to happen? How many points do you think we'll get, guys? I think given the way Burn, given the way Burnley have played, I I'd feel very confident to get I feel very confident to get three three points out of that. Bournemouth have been a little bit have been a little bit hit and miss occasionally. They they've had their good games, they've had their bad games. Um, I'd I'd be happy I'd be happy with a point there just because they have they've started they were a bit as a bit miss but they've started to get themselves together. And then is Arsenal on New Year's Eve. That is I think I barring any major shocks like it was um, earlier in the se- earlier in the season with uh, Palinia. Then that's got to be. Uh, Two all uh, no sorry that's going to be that's going to be a loss so yeah I I'd be happy with four points four points is what I think and I'd I'd be happy because that would take us to twenty five yeah twenty five points at the turn of the new year for a team that again many of our expectations and ambitions were stripped away with the whole Mitrovic saga twenty five points by January is a pretty good 100%. place to be yeah I think we'll get six I think we'll beat both Burnley and Bournemouth if I'm being honest. I, I think Bournemouth have looked really, really good. And obviously the um the Arola magic is suddenly starting to, to click in. Um I think he was like an old assistant or an old player of um Marco Bielsa at one point. So he's obviously it takes a while for that sort of those energy levels to maybe start taking hold. But yeah, I would I would go for six points, I think. And Arsenal I think will lose, yeah. I think Arsenal will win the league actually this year. 
Um, but so for Arsenal, we'll have back Raúl. Sadly, we don't have him for Burnley, and we don't have him for Fulham. You mean uh, you mean Bournemouth, mate? Sorry, Burnley could be. Oh, Bournemouth. I do think that the Burnley game could be a great game for hopefully Muniz or Vinny to shine, you know, and really maybe get a goal and start their, oh my God, resurrection. I feel like he's getting closer, you know, Don. Yeah, I mean, he. So. I, I was privy with Morgan. We went to Ipswich away and we saw his first goal for us um, this season. And obviously that was just a league, uh, just a cup game. But I feel like he is getting closer to a league goal with us now. But it just... I mean, is he the, the the fix for us? Obviously not. But I feel like he is. He is doing things that are good. He's getting better and better. And if once Silva gives you that confidence, and once he gives you that commitment to actually, you know, believing in you, then I, I think good stuff can happen. He he's obviously chosen for a reason. Uh, and I think that's going to be a key for us going into the next couple of games. Is our confidence has got to be riding high. We've been doing really, really well right now. So the fact that we're advancing forward in this cup. The fact that we've been doing so well our last couple of league games, I would think we would be riding high going into Burnley, especially with exactly. it being at home. So I I, I, th- I agree with you, Matt, J-Mac. I, I think we could pull six. I think I, six I think would be good. Six. And look, we're on course at the moment. To, I mean, I think we will stay up. But I mean, you know, you usually have to get a point per game to stay up. Uh, 17 games are on 21. So we're ahead of schedule. You know what I mean? But I think we can do better. I think we'll probably, yeah. I think we can get into the top gen, uh, top 10 again maybe best it i think also given the fact that how bad the bottom of the table is again i, I don't want to say this and jinx us and all of a sudden it goes down but like you can you see sheffield united can you see burnley getting above can you see luton really getting above above 25 no, no. i don't so and if we get to 20, again that this shouldn't be our ambition but if we get to 25 by january then we'll pick up points the rest of the way and be absolutely so. fine and I think it's going to be really interesting in that bottom four with Forrest now having just sacked yeah. uh, Cooper and bringing in, um, help me out, what's his name? Nuno Espirito Santo. Yes. So, you know, he's he's got a lot on his plate he's going to have to deal with and he's to, to get that team up to speed real quick. So I think they could be down in It'll there. either go brilliantly or it'll go fucking awfully and no in between um, I mean that's, not, that's like an, that's, that's almost like a rule of life really but I mean I do I do think it'll be either a huge success or a complete failure you like yeah I think a I'm lot of people failure. are I mean I, I personally think Steve Cooper was quite a, an overrated manager I think I think he got a lot of media loving for quite quite little proof in pudding really I thought he was I mean obviously a really brilliant man manager as I've been pointed out to by a lot of people but I don't I well, a lot of people would point out that he did, yeah. him, you know, uh, yeah. Scott Parker did that for us, though. Yeah. And I know, oh I know, it's, but then again, you know, they yeah, actually yeah. survived last season, and you know, that's just one of those things. I, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think Nuno is a better coach, personally, but um, maybe not by much. Okay, because I know uh, I'm going to change the subject one more time. I, I, it's like I feel like I'm taking over. The oh, host. I'm, I'm, I'm doing sorry, it, there, don't worry. You. J-Mac, you, uh, for our listeners, if you were in our, our little chat group, privileged to be in our chat group, J-Mac is like the scout hound. He t- stays on top of all the players that Fulham are looking at or the whispers or the, you know, the 
the the the wind is blowing and the the tea lady in the back is telling us you know this is who Fulham want or need. So J Mac, what's on your Christmas list for January? We've already talked about a few. Who who is your like your ultimate Christmas list or wish list? And who who do you wish for? And who do you think you could actually? I get? would love uh, Jurassi or Gerasi. Jurassic Park, I'm going to call him. But yeah, Gerasi from Stuttgart, who's got the 70 million euro release clause, who's just below Harry Kane in the scoring league um, in the Bundesliga at the moment. Um, but I think he's got his eyes on bigger things. I think he probably will make a move in January due to that release clause, unless he signs an extension with them. But I I would really like a player called Enesri from uh, Sevilla as well. These sort of like moulds of Mitrovic types that are in their mid-twenties that have just a, a real sort of like fierceness about them. But I... Personally, I don't think we're going to get anyone that people are going to be happy with. I think we're going to probably get something like maybe Martial on loan from Man United. Have to half his wage bill in half. But I mean, or someone maybe like, it won't be Danny Ings because I think that would cause too much upset and he's not actually been that good for a while. But like something like that, I think will happen. Um, I, I just, I can't see us going for. So what J-Mac is saying that folks I, uh, basically... Fulham are going to get a lump of coal yeah. in their stocking. That's a good Christmas pun, Don. But I, I, um, <laughs> I, I, but th- I mean, basically, J Mac has no fucking idea. <laughs> you know, but I've got, I've got idea. I mean, I've got ideas of obviously who I would like. I mean, I would like obviously the players I just meant in the striking department. In terms of um, wingers, I'd love us to be really, really, really. This is insanely ambitious. I would love to get on loan if he's not playing much of a Barca at the moment, which I don't think he is, or in some sort of permanent deal. I'd love Ferran Torres here. Um, just these sort of players I would I would absolutely love um, and yeah I'm trying to think yeah Ferran Torres wow. I think would be fucking amazing at Fulham Shooting no I mean, I mean he's Good just for you. I don't know if he how it, it's all it's all to do with silver I think as long as you get Marcus Silva we can actually yeah, yeah. get much better players than a club like Fulham not deserve I won't say that but yeah <laughs> oh a- a- absolutely with, with Marco signing a contract and if he continues to stay I think it, he'll be a huge draw. And like I said the last pod that I was on, us advancing the further, farthest we can in these cups and then the, getting the highest we possibly can in the league is going to help attract players. So between the fact that Fulham is in London, I think that's a big help. The fact that you've got Marco and how well we do are going to be big, big, big come the next summer. But Real quick, Baldo, back to you. Uh, uh, I guess I'm playing host here again. Any Christmas wish list? No, I, I'll be I'll be brutally honest. I don't pay attention to the Jeremy transfer window until Jeremy rolls around. And just with so many rumors going around and where we are in terms of our ambitions, it, it fluctuates on a week to week basis. So, like I said, if we were seventh, then yes, Ferran Torres might, in some slightly dream world, be possible. But now, probably I know. not. So. My ambitions, everything—they change on a week-to-week basis. So I you know, can't if, give any answers right now, if, if, if Brighton can get fatty, then then I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be as just as as ridiculous and say that we can maybe get Ferran Torres. But another winger that I like, who I think would actually be a really good long-term replacement for the Willian role, is um, Jota, um, who obviously went to the Middle East and that didn't work out for him. Boohoo! But he was a really good player, Portuguese winger who plays on the left, who's right footed, who cuts in. He um, was brilliant at Celtic, and I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. He, he's someone I can yeah, imagine. That he's someone I can imagine Ange Postecoglou wanting actually back at Spurs. But now they've got Mana Solomon coming back from injury in the next month. It might not be the case. I'm not too sure. But yeah, those 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 are my sort of my vague wish list things, and I'm sure none of them will happen. We'll get we'll get some 
dross and it'll be awful. But I don't think it will be. I, I, at the moment, I'm not really... At the moment, I really don't... I'm not fussed about who we get at the moment because I'm quite happy. Obviously, we need a striker. But I, I, I just don't really know who the hell it's going to be. And I don't know if it's going to be anyone from the loan market, like I said. Anthony Martial would be a nightmare. But like you said, like Balda said, I, I don't follow it because there's so many rumors and it changes so often. And I used to try to, but then I get my heart set on somebody and it wouldn't happen. And then I felt like my heart was broken. So I've given up on following it all. And I just either clap or boo when it, yeah, something fair enough. happens. Well, I mean, I think, I think, I think with that, I think now is a good time to maybe call this a day. What do you think? I think we've done well with what we've, what we've had dealt with us. It's been a terrific evening. We managed to watch live football, cheer with each other. I mean, can you imagine if we lost that, especially after the Burnt Lano save? I mean, I felt like the, the, the stars were aligned for us with the momentum that actually we deserved to win that by that point. I can't imagine anything worse than, than losing that game after that save from Burnt Lano. Um, so that... I'll say one thing again. I'll say one thing. It's a good thing we won. Otherwise, we probably would have had to mention the Newcastle game. But now we can just we haven't even mentioned the Newcastle it. game. Yeah, we don't need to talk about it. The, even... the, the past is in the no past. Need. No I, need. I feel like this has been great. Have you guys got your turkeys ready? You guys are obviously in the states at the moment. This type of America is something I am not privy to. This sorry, this type of America, this type of Christmas in America is something I'm not privy to. So how I don't know if you guys are you guys doing your yams and all that kind of thing. Or is that more Thanksgiving? So two things. I'd be curious as to what uh, Baldo will be doing, because this is your very first Christmas or your second Christmas. This, no, I, this will be my third Christmas because I've been over for the past week. But this is our first one as a married couple. That we, and we want to start doing. God bless. Things. So for breakfast, <laughs> with pancakes, it's pancakes and rolls. That's what we're going to start. That's what we're going to start trying yeah, to do. Nice. Nice. So for us here, uh, we usually do either like a, a big ham because we're turkeyed out from Thanksgiving here in the States, or we've the last couple of years been splurging. We go to our Costco and we get fresh lobster and some Jesus filet mignon Christ. or something and do it. Do a Sorry, sorry for blaswheming there. Well, you'd be great on the way day, Don. <laughs> you'd be great on that train. My goodness. <laughs> you'd be great. You can get good, good, you get good deals here at Costco. Wow. So, you know. That's our thing. And I'm not trying to push Costco on anybody. I know Walmart, whatever. You, you can find deals out there. We, we usually try and find a good deal. It's just a family yeah. of four. so. Oh, you know. man. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll be doing my traditional thing. I'll be having the old turkey, cranberry sauce and stuffing and stuff like that. I won't be having a, a Yorkshire pudding because I feel like um, that's just not – I'm not having it. I'm going to make some enemies on the pot. Uh, people listening, I'm not having a Yorkshire pudding on a Christmas meal. Have it with a roast. It's not the same thing. It's absolutely not the same thing at all. Anyway, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. It's just been really good fun. Thank you very much to the lovely Matthew Reese baldwin Thank you very much to Don Love for also producing and editing this pod and also obviously being a lovely guest too. We'll be back. We'll be back in a couple of weeks after the Christmas break. If you like what you hear, please tell your friends about us and we will be, yeah, good. Actually, well done to all the people that travel. I hope you're having a really nice train ride home and eating more cheese and wine. Nice one. See you in a bit. Merry Christmas!